Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Welcome to the Morning Delight. It's four minutes after the hour three, and we open the Morning Delight show with Darwin Harp saying, You are God. Welcome, my name is Rufile Lamhula and I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 a.m. Excited to be here and just elated and filled with the glory of God in my life. Without wasting any more of your time, there's going to be a lot of great things that are happening today. Great lineup, topics, discussions, so many things are going to be taking place today. And yeah, like, let's just get to a mood of praise and get your Bibles ready. We're going to be you know, having so much fun in the Word today. Let's listen to Zaza saying Dipiri as we get you know, ready you know, spiritually as well. And our bodies are also getting ready, even our mind. For those who have been sleeping, this would be your wake up song. Uh, yeah, let's listen to Zaza saying Dipiri. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805. Or zero seven four double nine five nine zero eight five. Our I am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Billy, are ready to connect with you today. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to six five seven AM. It's 13 minutes just after the hour, 3 o'clock, and that was Zaza saying, Dipiri, and that is an amazing song, praise song, that'll get you, literally get you on your feet, it'll get you dancing, get you moving, if you are in bed, trust you, this song is the one that will literally get you moving your feet and just, you know, bumping your 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 head to the left and to the right, as I promised last week that we are going to be talking about, um, a couple of uh, topics just and also incorporate the book of Acts so that we can just wrap up that part of our Bible study because I believe that, you know, we need to finish what we have um, started. So as much as we are incorporating all these topics, I also would like us to finish what we started, which is the study that we've been doing um, before, you know, all the chaos happened, which is, you know, the book of Acts. So right now we're just going to be, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about the, the, you know, um, the right way or and the wrong way of praying, you know. So it's more like, is there a right way to pray and is there a wrong way to pray? So that's what we'll, we'll just be tackling, you know, just trying to find out if, you know, we've been praying the wrong way. And what does the Bible say is actually the right way to pray? Because I believe the Bible tells us of, you know, the right way to pray. So we're going to be looking at that as well, you know, and understanding that in everything that we do, there is also, there's always the right way of doing something and there's always the wrong way of doing it. And the right way of doing it yields results and the wrong way of doing it, there are no results. You know, sometimes you can do something the wrong way and you'll only get minimal results. They're not as as you know as as fancy or as amazing as they would be if you were you know you were doing it the the correct way rather so in that that's what we're going to be focusing on um today so there's so many things that i want us to talk about today but then um i think in terms of prayer it's for us to actually just you know get to understand you know the right way of praying you know and yes there is the right way of praying and there is the wrong way of praying and we're also going to be going into scriptures into that just to support our basis you know how i literally you know um prefer to just go about the just to go out there and just tackle things in a proper and you know a professional way also and also not not forgetting that as much as we are you know professionals here on radio there's also the biblical aspects of things that we need to focus on right you know we need to be biblically accurate at all times and hence i prefer to always in everything that i say i'm always looking for you know a scripture that's gonna back me because i don't want to be here and sound like i am speaking about something uh 
that is going to confuse you or lead you astray. I want us to, in everything that we are saying, in everything that we are learning, in everything that I'm learning and you are learning at home as well, we have that biblical um, you know, accuracy in it. There is a place where you can, like in the Bible, where you can go back and say, okay, the other time they were speaking about this and they mentioned the scripture. Let me double check. Let me see. That's why I always say that, you know what, before we start anything, let us get our Bibles ready. So what I'm reading is also what you're reading and we're able to all, literally all just understand where I am heading in, in literally in everything. So yes, we're going to be talking about the right way and the wrong way like yes so the topic is is there a right or wrong way to pray so the answer is yes there is a right way and the wrong way to pray so our emphasis will be on the right way of praying and not on the wrong way of praying uh you know we're going to be looking at scriptures what are scriptures saying how do we use those scriptures in our lives as well to ensure that what we are we are saying you know is um, is actually you know uh, accurate i mean when you pray you pray for the things that are beyond you and or even your abilities right you don't just pray because you can't pray for something that you can do now you can't like say god i'm praying that I, you know you don't pray so that you can drink water now where else you're already drinking water you know you pray for things that are beyond you or your abilities you know you can you literally pray god for things he has granted you that is something that is beyond you and beyond your abilities you know and when it comes to things you know uh, that you that you know you would like you even go as far as praying for others as well you know that those are things that are beyond you or beyond your abilities so yes as you get to you know think about the topic that we'll be talking about today let's listen to sounds of healing sing a morena it's more than radio it's a way of life it is 657 a.m Welcome back. You're still listening to The Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, 6, 5, 7 a.m. And it's 20 minutes right after the hour three. And yeah, the song that I played you there was Asfisa with Wetembegile Baba. And before that, I played you a great song by Sounds of Healing Sing Emorena. Hope you enjoy those two songs as, you know, we get into the today's topic, which is is there a right or wrong way to pray? And as I say that the answer is yes, there is a right and wrong way to pray, you know. And I mentioned that when you pray, you pray for things that are beyond you or your abilities, right? You can pray to thank God for the things he has granted you when it comes to the things to do. You know, uh, when it comes to things to do with others, you know, get sent you on a mission that, you know, it might seem impossible. But as you pray, God just helps you, you know, like God just helps you to push on. God just helps, you know, to do so so many things that you know you could have never achieved literally on your own and at like at your own disposal you know if you're speaking to god it is impossible uh, you know um to do it uh to do it in a way that you might think is um it's wrong all right but then you speak to god as as he's your father right so you relate with god as a, a child a father child relationship that's how we relate with god and in terms of it being the right way you know we look at the new testament at how jesus taught um the disciples to pray right so and to understand if there is a right way or a wrong way to pray, we look at we look at what Christ uh, said when he says that he's teaching that when when he literally taught the disciples how to pray. Right, you don't just get to to God and say, uh, "Dude, uh, I want this and this. You better give it to me," and then you leave it like that. There is a there there are certain principles that the Bible gives us. There's certain guidelines, you know, that we we ought to use, you know, and we know that one of the things is using the name of Jesus Christ, right? You can't just pray and then and then um, abort using the name of Christ, right? You can't just uh, say that you know what you are you are praying to God, but then you are doing things. Um, out of the ordinary right you cannot just say you are you are asking god for certain things but then you are literally including things that have nothing to do with him or even the way that you address him you know addressing god you can address him as the way you would address a parent right him being a father is is more like a, a guideline to how to direct god you can't just say like here you'll do this and this and this like you better make a plan here like it's against what his word says right he's like literally in his word we find that okay god says that he can do this god says that he can do this but it's our responsibility to ensure that what he's saying that we can do is literally what we are doing if god is saying um 
I have called you, you know, I have formed you, you know, you, you literally before, you know, you were formed in your mother's womb, you know, I, I knew what was, what was going on. And then also understanding that as children, we have um, our own way of speaking to our father, our parents, right? So I'm not saying that um, you, you should speak to God the very same way I'm speaking to God, but I'm just saying that they, as long as the core principles are included, you know, are followed, then however way you use that is fine, you know. So we need to know that our our conversation with God is just that, our conversation. The most important thing is to keep talking and keep listening to him. Most of the time we get so absorbed in the uh, the whole concept of just speaking, 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 and we, we fail to understand that, at a certain point in time, we need to to start listening to what you know what God wants us to do, right? So those are some elements that we we can easily fall like you know um, put aside. But you need to understand that I do not relate with my um, my my then my late mom. I didn't relate with her the very same way my brother related with her. There was a there was a difference in how things were were made, right? I related with my mom in a, you know, I was the first, uh, like I'm the first child, so in my relation with my mom, there was that element of friendship as well. But then I knew that she was my mom, so the respect that I had to give her was there as well. I had my boundaries. Then with my brother, him being the last born, ah, he was all in, in how he would talk to my mom, how they would relate, how they would love, things they would talk about. There's certain things that I would talk about to my mom and like she would she would literally put a, a stop to like, hey, remember I'm your mom, right? But with my brother, it was, it was kind of different. And it's the same with God. You know, we need to understand that as well, that there is a different way in which we all relate to our parents. So in this, I'm not saying that someone is relating to God in a in a bad way. I'm just saying that we need to learn how to communicate with our parents, right? And in that, there are certain principles, especially in, in the concept of you have to respect your parents, you have to honor them, you know, um, and that is the same with God. You respect God, you honor God, you do not uh, pray for to other idols, you know, it's just God alone, you know. Uh, he says that he's a jealous God, meaning that he has to come first. So when I speak of core principles, those are some of the, those are some, not all, those are some of the principles that I'm, I'm, you know, talking about that there's certain things that, you know, we can easily say that, you know what, I can talk to God however way, but then as long as you miss out on the main principles, you get to miss out on you know the essence and the core of having that you know um that genuine relationship with god to a point where even when you are sleeping he can literally wake you up at half past two to tell you what to do you know they um there are people who think that you know what just because uh god says that just because someone is praying at 3 a.m they're supposed to be praying at 3 a.m as well you know that is them that is where they are like with god it doesn't mean that they are more important than you doesn't make them less important than you you know god can literally call you to start like literally tell you start praying at 6 a.m and in a different season god would want you to pray at 12 in a different season god would want you to pray at 6 and at 3 a.m you know those are just concepts of you know the growth that we we need to adhere to especially when it comes to our relationship with god and as we okay like yeah let's listen to uh don moon saying dwelling places this is one of my favorite songs i like used to listen to the songs literally every sunday morning because we get ready to, for church my mom would play this song this is one of the songs that she would play so let's listen to it and I'll be coming back with scriptures. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, 
The AppPick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. There's another song that I actually want us to to listen to. Um, it's a great song, actually. It's, it's quite soothing, and I believe it's the perfect, literally the perfect um, song for us to, you know, to get just to get to set the mood. But I think um, without wasting any more of your time, let's just get, you know, um, into, you know, certain elements of the, the word, right? I want us to actually go into into scripture to look at certain things. Actually, I want us to look at the book of First John, uh, five verse verse fourteen. You know, before you know, um, I could go to other scriptures, right? So, First John, um, five verse fourteen. I'm reading using the you know you know my usual translations. And we can be confident that he will listen to us whenever we ask him for anything in line with his will. So this just takes us back to um, the main question that is there a wrong way and a right way um, to pray? So if this is saying that and we can be confident that he will listen to us whenever we ask him for anything in line with his will. So we get to understand that this actually means that there is actually a way in which you can ask God for something and it could be outside his will and nothing would happen, meaning that is the wrong way to pray. So meaning when you pray according to his will, when you pray according to the guidelines that he has given you, then you can be confident that he will listen to you whenever you ask him for anything in line with his will. 15 says and if we know he is listening when we make our request we can be sure that he will give us that what we ask for right so this just takes us back and i know there are other people who are saying no there is no wrong way there is however way you are praying is the right way that is not true according to the scripture the bible cannot lie right people can come here with their own revelation their sort of you know understanding of certain things but we just read in the scripture in the book of first uh, john right it's telling us first john 5 from i read from verse 14 uh right um when it says that and we can be confident having confidence in something is when you understand that you're doing something and you're in line with the will of god you know it's like when a child is confident that if ever i ask my mom uh to buy me clothes for school i am confident that my mom will do that because she knows that i need it right because she cares for me right but then imagine going to your mom asking for a car when you are just seven years old, you're asking for your mom to buy you a, a Ferrari, like a literally, literally a life car, a car that, you know, you're just too young. You can't even handle it. And you're going there, like, you know, saying that, ah, I'm, I'm like, I want a car, blah, blah, blah. And you're even saying that, like, you know, you're even saying it in a disrespectful or you're just saying it. But then your mom is looking at you. It's not even in, in you. Like your mom is looking and like is not even understanding the sense of what you are saying. Right. So this is also us when we go to God outside his will without using the guidelines that he has given us asking God for something and not using the guidelines that you know he has given it's like going to war but not having the kind of tools that you require that are required for you to win the war I mean we've heard of people saying that I prayed and my prayers were not answered God didn't do this sometimes we are full, we are always the ones who are you know telling God we want God to listen but we're not willing to pause and just listen to what God is saying right um so verse 15 says, and if we know he is listening when we make our request, we can be sure that he will give us what we ask for. If you know that God is listening, God listens all the time. But remember the verse before that speaks of us asking him for anything in line with his will, right? Not our will, but what the will of God. So let's let's keep that in mind as we move along. And it says that... Um, if we know he is listening, we can make our request. So first, you know, okay, the will of God. Then you know he. You firstly, you are confident. Then you know you ask him of anything in line in with his will. From there, you move on to understanding that he is listening and being confident in it. You make your request, and you are sure that he will give you what you ask. You know. So verse sixteen tells us that if you see a Christian brother or sister sinning in a way that does not lead, that does uh, not lead to death. You should pray and God will give that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death. And I'm not saying you should pray for those who uh, who commit it. Okay, this is outline our, this is outside 
our our topic so let's just put our, our emphasis on verse 14 and 15 first john uh, 5 14 and 15 that's where i want us to actually put our our emphasis on so yeah since we listened to that song let's listen to this is a song that i was talking about when we started um i know you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it it's tiero tiero uh, with umtokozis do enjoy this great song. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on on shop. T's and C's apply. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. 43 minutes just after the hour three, uh, just a couple of minutes before we get to the hour 4 a.m. Uh, welcome. This is the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit AM 657. My name is Rafili Lamola. I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5. Hope you're as excited as I am. Hope that all of the Lord is residing in you like it is in me. Hope we're finding fulfillment and joy in the ways of the Lord. As I said, my name is Rafili and I am your lovely host. Love being uh, here with you. Love communicating with you. Love finding courage, you know, in the world of God and speaking of everything that has to do with the word of God you know so yeah this is just something that you know we're going to be doing until 5 a.m I hope you're excited as I am and because I believe that I am hope you enjoy that song there that I just shared with you by dear that song is is like I had that song and I literally wanted to share it with you family I I literally wanted to share that song with you family because it's a great song and just by listening to us like you know what this song I have to share it with the family because it's an amazing song so speaking going back to our topic about the right way of praying we we go straight to the word right um we look at the book of Chronicles, right? So Second uh, Chronicles, um, seven verse fourteen. So I'm tackling both the Old and the New Testament, just so we don't think that the other one is far greater than the other. The, the Word of God is still relevant, be it from the Old Testament, be it from the New Testament. Everything is still relevant till today. So let me get straight into it. So it says that. Um, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Right. So this is a scripture that I've seen doing the rounds, especially on social media, since the, the outbreak uh, started happening. And even before that, even with the... Um, the genocide that was taking place, I think a year ago, uh, I think it was a year ago where I saw this scripture also doing the rounds as well. So with this, I want us to understand something. So this uh, scripture literally says that if my people who are called by my name, right? We all know that we are called, like God literally called us, God formed us in his image. Humble themselves, that is number one. That is another guideline. So you ought to be humble. If my people are called by my name, do what? Humble themselves, right? Number two is pray and seek my face. So there's a, there's a, a time where people just pray and people do not seek the face of God. Literally, you need to be humble to be able to seek the face of God because you can't be broken if you you can't be humble if you're not broken meaning you need to allow yourself to be broken to be humble and then seek God's face because if you're just a normal person not humble not broken how are you going to seek the face of God because there are certain things that literally require humility for you to understand and allow God to change you and break you and make you the person that he wants you to be right so it continues by saying turn from their wicked ways there is no person who is not humble who will uh, say that, ah, no, I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, do this. God is saying you need to be humble. You need to pray and seek his face and you need to turn, turn from your wicked ways. So those are things that you know you need to understand, things that you need to apply. That God is saying, be humble, do this. And he continues by saying, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their lanes. So the ha the literally the land needs a lot of healing that is something that i will not even you know try to undermine or even argue with the land needs healing 
But the people who can heal the the only person who can like literally God is the only one who can heal the land. But it's also our responsibility of, as people who have been placed here on earth to ensure that you know everything is working accordingly, right? For scriptures, there's another scripture that says that nature is waiting for the manifestation of the children of God. Us being the children of God, number one, humble ourselves. Pray and seek the face of God. Turn from our wicked ways. Then God says that he will hear from heaven and he will forgive our sins and he will heal the lands. So as you're thinking about this, let us give God all the praise as we listen to uh, touching worship featuring uh, Pastor Mandla Chawani. Get your daily bread, but also your faith in practice. It's 6, 5, 7 a.m. The sounds of your life. That was touching worship with we give you all the praise. So let's get straight to the book of Matthew. Uh, let's swiftly move to the book of Matthew 6. And we'll just be speaking on um, yeah, what the Bible says about you know, prayer. Actually, what Christ said to his disciples. Matthew, 5, Matthew 6, rather, from verse 5. So it reads as follows. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you and pray to your father in, in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. When you pray, don't bubble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your father knows exactly what you need even before you even ask him. Pray like this. So this is how we ought to pray. I want the emphasis to literally be... Um, from verse 9 right in terms of answering the cow we are to pray our father in heaven may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come soon may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us don't let us yield to temptation but rescue us from the evil one if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. So yeah, that is that. That's just what I wanted to share, actually. This is the main, like literally the main, uh, the main scripture of what we were talking about. If you've missed out on other things, just don't. Don't let this one pass you by. I mean, like, yeah, miss out on the rest. But then this, this is, this one is like of great emphasis. Don't, don't miss out on it. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Or WhatsApp 067-429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Right into the second hour of the show. Welcome, and this is still the morning delight on Radio Pulpit 657. You can alternatively catch us on DSTV channel audio 882 or even stream us online on www.radiopulpit.co.za. And another thing for the technologically savvy is for you to download our app on the App Store or Play Store. If you just joined us, the song that we're listening to is I Trust You by James Fortune featuring Fear. The topic that we were tackling there was, is there a right or wrong way to pray? And yes, we have concluded by looking into the scriptures and hearing what God is saying about prayer. And with that, we learned that, you know what, with prayer, there's so much that we ought to do. Not only to do, but also to learn and looking at scriptures that tell us that the issue of forgiveness is of great importance. And yes, I'll just uh, conclude with what we were speaking about. And then we'll also be moving to the book of Acts 21. So we'll be tackling Acts 21. And with that, we will be, yeah, we will be closing for, for, yeah, for the morning. And next week, we'll be back with Acts 22. And yeah, just tackling 
another topic as well. So just want to conclude by the scripture that we were reading, uh, Matthew 6 from verse 5 till, um, it's until verse, yeah, verse 15, yes. So with this, as we read this, um, the one thing that you know that we need to put our focus on is the the way it says pray like this when you get to understand you know the lord's prayer it says our father in heaven may your name kept holy meaning it is our like it is our responsibility to ensure that you know what god's name should be kept holy i am responsible for ensuring that god's name is kept holy in my life and everything that i do literally god's holiness is seen in it how i respond to situations how i go about you know doing life even in the smallest things you know we move on to verse uh verse 10 which says may your kingdom come soon and may your will be done on earth you know as it is in heaven it's our responsibility to ensure that you know what the very same way God's will is done in heaven, we need to ensure that it is also perfectly done here on earth. By us, you know, submitting to his will, whether we like it or not, whether it's something we are comfortable with or not, it is our responsibility to ensure that, you know what, we literally, you know, submit to the will of God. Verse 11 says that give us uh, today the food that we need, right? The nourishment, you know, the Bible, the word, the, you know, the physical, the literal food, you know, the bread, the cakes, whatever we're having, the veggies, the meat that we eat, we have, right? Uh, 12 continues by saying, you know, uh, forgive us our sins, right? We know that, you know what, we sin all the time. The book of John tells us that um, if you say that you do not sin, you like you're a liar. So there is no one who is without sin. So we come here understanding that, you know what, we're going to God and saying, God, forgive us our sins. You know, usually in my prayers, I'll always, I'll always say, God, forgive me for my sins, knowing that I committed knowingly and unknowingly. Because remember, there's certain things that you commit unknowingly, right, unconsciously, uh, for lack of a better word. And, you know, you ask God for, for forgiveness of that, right? And it's continuous by saying, as we have forgiven those who sin against us. So by the time I ask God to forgive me, I should ensure that I have forgiven those who have sinned against me. So that is another responsibility that is placed on my side as well, you know. And um, it continues by saying, 13, and don't, lead it, don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. That We know that the enemy comes to still kill and destroy. So it is his responsibility every day, every second, every minute, every hour, he will heal to kill, still, or destroy you. So it is our responsibility to ask God to help us not to yield to temptation because the enemy will be there waiting for us, you know, to fall. So this is what I just wanted us to focus on to, you know, to conclude on, especially when it comes to the topic that we were, we were speaking on. And, and yeah, man, that's just what I wanted us to actually listen to. So let's listen to a song by, uh, to Lim Somi saying, and I'll be back to just yeah, dive into the book of Acts, Acts 21. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. Feel the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. 657 AM. The sounds of your life. 
still on the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit, AM 657. As I mentioned earlier, that we will be uh, moving on to the book of Acts. So, yes, Acts 21. I'll be reading using the uh, Living Bible translation. So this is the book that we'll be uh, just focusing on today. Next week, we'll be moving on to... Um, chapter 22 yes that's the next sunday so and also yeah chapter 22 probably tackle another uh topic or just uh yeah just wrap up with the with the with the book of acts in our bible study so it reads as follows i hope you you have your bibles opened after saying farewell to the ephesian elders we sailed straight to the island of course the next day we reached Rhodes and then went to Patara. Then we boarded a ship sailing for the Syrian province of Inukia. We sighted the island of Cyprus, posted on our left and landed at the harbour of Tyre in Syria where the ship was un- unloaded. We went ashore, found the local believers and stayed with them a week. Those disciples prophesied through the Holy Spirit that Paul should not go on to Jerusalem. When we returned to the ship at the end of the week, the entire congregation, including wives and children, came down to the shore with us. There we knelt, prayed, said our farewells. Then we went abroad and they returned home. The next stop after leaving Tara uh, was uh, Ptolemais, where we greeted the brothers and sisters but stayed only one day. Then we went on to Caesarea and stayed at home with Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven men who had been chosen to distribute food. He had four unmarried daughters who had the gift of prophecy. During our stay of several uh, days, a man named Ahabaz, who also had the gift of prophecy, arrived from Judea. When he visited us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands with it. Then he said, The Holy Spirit declares, So shall the owner of this belt be bound by the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem and turned over to the Romans. When we had this, we who were traveling with him, as well as the local believers, begged Paul not to go to Jerusalem. But he said, Why all this weeping? You are breaking my heart, for I am ready not only to be jailed for Jerusalem, but also to die for the sake of the Lord Jesus. When it was clear that we couldn't persuade him, we gave up and said, The will of the Lord be done. Shortly afterward, we packed our things and left for Jerusalem. Some believers from Caesarea accompanied us and they took us to the home of Mensa-son, men originally from Cyprus and one of the early disciples. All the brothers and sisters in Jerusalem welcomed us cordially. The next day, Paul went in with us to meet with James and all the elders of the Jerusalem church were present. After greetings were exchanged, Paul gave a detailed account of the things God had accomplished among the Gentiles, through his ministry. After hearing this, they praised God, but then they said, You know, my dear brother, how many thousands of Jews have also believed, and they all take the law of Moses very seriously. Our Jewish Christians here at Jerusalem have been told that you are teaching all the Jews Jews living in Gentile world to turn their back on the law of Moses. They say that you teach people not to circumcise their children or follow other Jewish customs. Now, what can be done? For they will certainly hear that you have come. Here's our suggestion. We have four men here who have taken a vow and are preparing to shave their heads. Go with them to the temple and join them in the purification ceremony and pay for them to have their heads shaved. Then everyone will know that the rumors are false and that you yourself observe the Jewish laws. As for the Gentile Christians, all we ask of them is that we already told them in a letter They should not eat food offered to idols, nor consume blood, nor meat from strangled animals, and they should stay away from all sexual immorality. So Paul agreed to their request, and the next day he went through the purification ritual with the men and went to the temple. Then he publicly announced the date and when their vows would end and sacrifices would be offered for each of them. The seven days were almost ended when some Jews from the province of Asia saw Paul in the temple and roused a mob against him. They grabbed him, yelling, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches against our people and tells everybody to disobey Jewish laws. He speaks against the temple and he even defiles it by bringing in Gentiles in. 
For earlier that day, they had seen him in the city with Trophimus, a gentile from Ephesus, in their shawl, and they assumed Paul had taken him into the temple. The whole population of the city was rocked by this accusation, and a great riot followed. Paul was dragged out of the temple, and immediately the gates were closed behind him. As they were trying to kill him, uh, word reached the commander of Roman regiment that uh, all Jerusalem was in an uproar. He immediately called out his soldiers and officers and ran down among the crowd. When the mob saw the commander and the troops coming, they stopped beating Paul. The commander arrested him and ordered him bound with two chains. Then he asked the crowd who he was and what he has done. Some shouted one thing, the other another. Some couldn't find out the truth in all the uproar and confusion. So he ordered Paul to be taken to the fortress. As they reached the stairs, the mob grew so violent the soldiers had to lift Paul to their shoulders to protect him, and the crowd followed behind him, shouting, kill him, kill him. As Paul was about to be taken inside, he said to the commander, may I have a word with you? Do you know Greek? The commander asked, uh, surprised, aren't you the Egyptian who led a rebellion some time ago and took 4,000 members of the assassins out in the desert? No, Paul replied. I am a Jew from uh, Tarsus in Cilicia with an important uh, City, please let me talk to these people. The commander agreed. So Paul stood on the stairs and motioned to the people to be quiet. Soon a, a deep silence in, in enveloped and uh, the crowd and they addressed them in their own language in Aramaic. So this is the the word for today, and this is how we have read like Paul's story. So with this, we are hearing so many things. And, you know, if we had enough time, I would have loved for us to actually move on to uh, the next book, just so we could hear how Paul had actually addressed them. But because of time, unfortunately, that that can't, uh, yeah, that can't be done. But then this is a very important thing as we go through this, we're hearing about what Paul knew, what Paul like adhere to you know there's just so much that you know we can we can take from from this let's just yeah go to an ad and we'll we'll be back to continue with this you can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on e-companion radio pulpit's own online shop revisit programs by beloved presenters like justice chungu cecile burger esti Heldenais, and pastor aaron jelly books and cds from various authors and artists as well as radio pulpit t-shirts caps and other branded products will also be available on e-companion your one-stop soul food shop Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life. And we're back on the morning delight. You know, from the scripture that we're reading, I just want us to notice something here. So it shows us that there were a couple of prophecies uh, that uh, that were done and like it was with um regards to Paul not going to Jerusalem because uh, as soon as he gets there he's going to be captured and they're going to kill him and him knowingly it's like he knew but he just didn't say anything about it because before they left you know uh they left they there there was a prophecy that was saying that Paul shouldn't go to Jerusalem because he's going to be persecuted there and then there was another one actually um that was done that say that was said uh when Paul arrived where did they arrive they arrived to somewhere else cuz here they were in in Syria right uh where they went uh, ashore and found the local believers and stayed there this is in verse 4 where the disciples prophesied through the holy spirit that Paul should not go on to Jerusalem and uh we we see that they even said our their farewells and Paul didn't really listen. So it, it we continue reading and reading and going on, and we see here that uh, then they went on to Caesarea and stayed there. So this is actually what happened, um, uh, you know, in Caesarea. Like so, they're saying that there's a, a a man by the name Philip, one of the seven men who had been, you know, chosen to distribute food. He had four unmarried daughters who had the gift of prophecy. And during their stay there of several days, a man named Ahabas who had who also had um 
the the gift of prophecy. When he visited them, he took Paul's belt and bound his feet and hands with it. Then he said, the Holy Spirit declares, so shall the owner of this belt be bound by the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem and turned over to the Romans. So when they had this, they told Paul, right, and begged him not to go to Jerusalem. Paul being Paul, he, he didn't listen. So it's like he knew this was going to happen. Maybe this was in accordance to what God wanted him to do. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I believe with his response that this is something that he literally was supposed to do. Because he's saying, why are you all weeping? You are breaking my heart. For I am ready not only to be jailed at Jerusalem, but also to die for the sake of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's like he knew that his end was coming and he wasn't he wasn't interested in what anybody was saying. I mean, we look at this uh, the time that he was preaching and uh, when he was preaching, he literally preached as though, you know, he was saying his goodbyes. And, you know, even how he was advising the people in Ephesus there, he could tell that, you know what, this, this person is not coming back anytime soon. You could tell by, you know, how he was saying things like he knew that, you know what, my time has come and I have to literally go. And with that, you get to see that, you know what, by pe people who believe in God, people who rely, you know, uh, on the Holy Spirit, people who don't just move according to, to what they want, but they move according to the Spirit of the living God. They move according to the Holy Spirit. They adhere to the Holy Spirit. So many things happen, whether good or bad, but they still hold on to God. They still rely on God. They still, you know, put their eyes set on who God is and what God wants them to do. You know, it's more like holding on to the cross until the end, until the end of your race, you hold on. No matter how hard it may be, it might seem like the, the cross is too heavy to bear, but you continue carrying it, you continue holding on to it and ensuring that, you know what, you're going to reach the end. Your race will be, like literally you reach your end of the race and everything will be fulfilled will be fulfilled until the end. I mean, that's something that, you know, even I would, would like to actually, you know, do. You know, to hold on until the end. To hold on until my end. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. And with that being said, with me holding on, I believe that, you know, so many great things are going to happen. And with that, the glory will literally go back to God. It will be all glory to God. Everything that could have I could have accomplished, everything accomplished, all done to glorify God, all done to take glory back to God and not to myself. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's some of the things that we just have to, you know, engage and speak about. Let's listen to Tina Zunga saying, Mercy rewrote my life. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. Get your daily bread, but also your faith in practice. It's 6, 5, 7 a.m. The sounds of your life. Welcome back. Uh, the great song that I played you there, it was Benjamin Dewey featuring Mahalia with Sovereign God. And before that, we played you Tina Zungu saying, Mercy rewrote my life. Hope you enjoy those great songs there. It's yeah, a few minutes left before we cross over, before we... Yeah, before I get out of here. And yeah, and I really, really enjoyed family. I really enjoyed being here, engaging with you and just speaking about the word of God and just, you know, getting ourselves ready for all the things that, you know, we ought to do for all the things that are yet to come as well. You know, it's very, very, very important and it's it's fulfilling and it's, it's it, yeah, it helps us to, to become pe better people. You know, we... We engage better. We just, we are fulfilled as well. You know, there's just so much that we sometimes, you know, miss out on as we, you know, as we don't, we don't, we don't get things right. Because looking at the story here in the book of Acts 21, we see of how, um, you know, when they got there, they tried because of others, uh, the certain things that were said about Paul that were not true. And, you know, um, the, the, the believers said that, you know what, um, 
that they've been told that, you know, what uh, what Paul has been teaching hasn't been right. And then they came up with a suggestion and Paul had a, and Paul agrees to the suggestion. It's like, verse 23 says, here's our suggestion. We have four men here who have taken a vow and are preparing to shave their heads. Go with them to the temple and join them in the purification ceremony and pay for them to have their heads shaved. Then everyone will know that the rumors are all false and that you yourself observe the Jewish laws. And yeah, so that's what they said, you know, and then they like, uh, then verse 25 is just based on the Gentile Christians. So 26 tells us that Paul agrees to their request. And then the following day, he yeah, he went up and he goes, he, he does what, what has to be done. Then, um, then he publicly announced the date when their vows would end and sacrifices would be offered for each of them. The seven days were almost uh, were almost ended when some Jews from the province of Asia saw Paul in the temple and roused a mob against him. So just before the seven days were almost over, there were some men who literally saw Paul and was like, yeah, we've been looking for this guy everywhere. Now is our time. Now we finally caught him. Yeah, he's going to pay for all the things that he has done. And yeah, we know that people can make you pay. Hey, When people feel like, you know what? You have done all all you can. You are you like you know what? This person like I know I can't I can't do this anymore. People will make you pay, hey, even for things that you know nothing about, even for things that they actually uh, have no control over. They can make you pay, hey. But hey, at the end of the day, we just have to you know hold on to God and believe in His word and rely on the truth that is found in His word. Nothing else, nothing better. This is literally the best. We're relying on the word of God and just believing in it. And yeah, this is the end of the show from Miri Fooling and the Radio Pulpit family. We love you and I'll see you next week, same time, right here on The Morning Delight. I love you, love you, love you. And I believe and I know that you will have a great a day, a great Sunday to you. And may this week be a week full of blessings. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.